Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Thursday, December 1st. Happy December. LA Galaxy getting ready to start the preseason. We have a date. We can tell you how many days it's going to be. LA Galaxy getting ready to start the entire season. We know when that's going to be. We're going to give you days to count down on both of those. Galaxy also headed out to Coachella for that Coachella Valley Invitational. We finally have some information and details. And by the way, if you're listening to this on Thursday night, tickets go on sale on Friday, unless you're a season ticket member, in which the links went out today and you can already purchase tickets. We're going to talk about the prices how that looks and Landon Donovan gets inducted into the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame. No surprise, but there is some other surprises we're going to talk about. To help me do all that, we're glad to have him back once again. It's Eric, the Portuguese hammer beer, sporting that Portugal shirt. Are you nervous? Are you nervous? You're not nervous, right? We're already through to the next round. Yeah, I know, but are you nervous about the next round? I mean, as a U.S. fan, I'm not because obviously they're going to beat the Netherlands, but I, I didn't know how you felt about Portugal. Well, I'm feeling pretty good about Portugal. I feel good about how they performed in the group, as, as nervy as the games have been. Uh, two wins, two wins and two games, can't complain there. And then the USA getting through, you know, that that's one of the things. We'll talk about the world. Have you been enjoying the World Cup? No, I, that's, that's, that's totally not true. I have been. <laughs> it's been, but it's so wacky. This is such a wacky turn. I mean, and I feel like we say that every year where you're like, I yeah. can't believe this happens. And, you know, but it happens go. every time. Yeah. But, but it feels even more wacky this year. Like just things are just you can't count on anything which is really interesting uh especially when you consider us was the only team out of Concacaf to get through yeah. right i mean and now if you actually look at their path towards you know let's just say a world cup there are some not it's, impossible games not crazy no the, the way teams are, are not informed and that's why we were talking about this i think the last time i was on it was before the world cup started and we were kind of you know all the controversy surrounding it but once the ball starts rolling you know, the, that all gets put on hold and the game we love is on display. And to me, I love the World Cup because it allows me to be more of a fan and not to sound pretentious. But like when you're watching the Galaxy games, I feel like there's a responsibility to look at this, you know, with a level head and kind of report on it and right. give some good analysis, even though my role is to you know kind of give the fan perspective. But I feel like when I'm watching the World Cup, it's I can let all that go. I'm not looking to be objective. It's, <laughs> it's all gas, no <laughs> breaks. Let's keep going. Do or die. There's no tomorrow. There's no next year. There's yep. no, you know, this, this is the end of January. You look at what happened with Belgium 
that's the end of a golden generation, a decade of work just dead now. You know, with Mexico, a four-year project, you know, wasted. Now yep. they're done. Yep. Uh, and so it's, to me, it's the pinnacle of competition. It's, it's what everyone's waiting for. There's no next season. There's no 34 games. It's You have three games to figure it all out. And I think that's what makes it special. So I've just had a blast watching it, you know, work productivity, you know, cover your ears if, uh, if yeah. you're related to, to me in my work environment. <coughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, but it, it's been kind of low. But it, you see the cultures on display, the fans that are there watching the game. It, to me, I, I've really enjoyed. But to me, it delivers on a World Cup. You could say that there are surprises and there are some wacky things, right? But there's always surprises, and I think that's why we love watching the World Cup because there's always those teams that go in and shock people. But the the to where I will say where it is kind of wacky. Every team has their flaws, and I think that's what makes. There's not one team that I think is unbeatable. Every team has looked shaky at one point or another, and so that way. Yeah, if you're if you're USA, dream. You know, Netherlands look beatable. I mean, Messi and Argentina have already lost in this tournament. France has lost in this tournament. So who's to say? Why not? You know, yeah. what's what's not to, what's to stop the USA from making a semifinal run? What's from stopping Portugal with the talent they have and CR7 on his revenge tour from going all the way? It's exciting. You know, <laughs> talk to me after this weekend and yeah. next week we'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but right now like, I'm, well. I'm buzzing. I'm, I'm completely buzzing on this World Cup. This is the best. You know, even though it's in the winter. World Cup season is always like my favorite time of year right. every four years. And so to me, it's like an extra bonus being in the winter and, you know, Christmas time and you get the World Cup. To me, it's just it's all happening right now. And I'm just I'm, I'm buzzing right now. I, I love it. That's good. It's also nice that it's like it, there's no MLS to even really think about. Yeah. Like you can sort of obviously we're going to talk Galaxy and tell you what's going on. But the bottom line is there's not a lot going on. And that's by design and, you yeah. know, for MLS right now, which is sort of like we're just going to shut up and let the World Cup play out. And then, you know, we'll make some announcements yeah. that don't matter. And then you can all pay attention whenever, you know, the World Cup is over and, and everything goes. So, no, it's been fun um, for U.S. fans. You have to get up early on Saturday. Um, as a matter of fact, the L.A. Galaxy are hosting a watch party at Tom's Bar. Um, and so this game is uh, is basically it, the doors open at Tom's Bar at 630 a.m. Right. Nice. The game <laughs> kicks time, off. Yeah. Yeah. The game kicks off Pacific time. Yeah. Yeah. Pacific time. 630 a.m. Pacific time. Game kicks off at 7 a.m. Pacific time. Um, that's at Tom's Watch Bar. That's on Figueroa Street uh, in Los Angeles. I'm sure the LA Galaxy have it up on their website, but you can go do that. There's been a lot of people at all those watch parties and everything. Did you see the pictures from them down at like Redondo Beach and stuff like that? Or was it Hermosa Beach? Or Herm yeah. yeah. Hermosa. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard it was a fun time, too, obviously. I wasn't there, but I heard it was, you know, really fun time, a lot of great atmosphere, good fans, people enjoying themselves. And then I've actually been to that Tom's uh, bar. It's in downtown Tom's Urban, I think is what it's called. I don't know if it's still called that, but, you know, it's basically the L.A. Live area. I've been there for a Women's World Cup watch party for USA that the Galaxy hosted. And so they put on a good party there. And it's, you know, plenty of TVs, plenty of drinks, all, you know, like-minded individuals all watching the game. So, yeah, if you haven't already checked it out, that's that's the way to watch it is surrounded by people instead of nervously walking around your living room, uh, you know, pacing I, and biting your nails like I have. I, <laughs> Watching, you know, with people cheering and screaming is a lot of fun also. The, the second half of that U.S. game, I put it on into the, we have a, a like a big central room where we have like plan tables and stuff like that. So I went and got the big TV and I turned on, turned it on there. I'm like, I needed space to walk around during yeah, it because I'm like, this is, this is too much. <laughs> I need to, I need to breathe a little bit. It's a, uh, I think a lot of people were were looking at their Apple watches and like elevated the heart rate. The heart like, rate, yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> warning, warning. So anyway, uh, good luck with everybody who's still in the tournament. Hopefully you guys enjoy that this weekend. Um, 
let's talk about this opening day now only 86 days away which sounds crazy that's wild yeah. yep definitely inside of three months we talked about that on uh, on monday night here gets even crazier we now know that the la galaxy will be reporting for preseason on january 7th 2023 that means that the la galaxy will be reporting in 37 days eric 37 days the galaxy for physicals will be at dignity health sports park we'll be getting stuff ready that's when preseason officially kicks off is that uh, January 7th, 2023. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to blink and we're there, you know, <laughs> this December 1st, that's, that's next month essentially. Yeah. yeah that, that's starting. So yeah. crazy times. Yeah. How quickly it's going to get up and running once this world cup shakes out, it's, it's going to be pedal to the ground getting yeah. it done. So yeah, that, that's, that's exciting. It is. It's going to be a good time. So that's, what's going on. That's good that we now know preseason scheduling, right? We know where everything sort of is and we can understand then how the rest of that preseason will play out. And in order for that to happen, we do of course have to look at the Coachella Valley Invitational. Uh, don't call it Golcello. You'll get in trouble if you do. Um, saying, you said it. I was instructed not to say that. And you went ahead and said it. It's yeah, I did. The, the well, no, I was. Tournament I was, should not be named. I was warning everybody that they shouldn't call it that. That's what okay. I was saying. Right. So I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing the Lord's work. Apparently, uh, Coachella Valley Invitational, January 29th to February 18th. Uh, the big news announced today was the schedule for that tournament. We now know the complete schedule. Let's start with the schedule for the LA Galaxy because that's what everybody wants to know. Listening to this, uh, LA Galaxy will play against the newcomers, St. Louis City, uh, Wednesday, February 8th at 11 a.m. out there at Coachella. Uh, then it's LA Galaxy versus Portland Timbers, the game most of you will probably end up going to because it'll be on Sunday, February 12th at 10.30 a.m. The Galaxy will close out their preseason with the LA Galaxy versus New York Red Bulls, similar to what they did last year. Uh, that that game is on Wednesday, February 15th, 10.30 a.m. So Galaxy will play three games during that. But that's, uh, again, that's such a small part of the overall tournament that it's important to remember that there are 12 teams um, coming from all over the place. Uh, and those teams will, of course, be playing games as well. So there are options for you. Obviously, we can see that, you know, there's two games on Wednesday, February 1st. There's, you know, a game on Saturday, February 4th. Uh, you have DC United and the LAFC playing on Monday, February 6th. We can go through this. There are tons of games, you know, St. Louis versus Galaxy, Toronto versus Vancouver on that, that Wednesday, February 8th. Uh, in some of these, you get two games in a day, Saturday, February 11th, Toronto, Minnesota, uh, Toronto, LAFC, Minnesota, New York Red Bulls, right? So this is very much a festival atmosphere, even two games on Sunday, February 12th. Your ticket when you buy it, if you decide that you want to go, and by the way, Wednesday, February 15th looks to be the best, uh, the best day, the best day, four games, LA Galaxy versus New York Red Bulls, Minnesota versus San Jose Earthquakes, New York City versus St. Louis City, uh, and Toronto versus Portland, four games, and you get all of that for the price of one ticket. It's basically festival atmosphere. You buy one ticket, you get all the games, uh, you get all the events, you get all of the fun things that sort of happen there. So we do know pricing for that, or at least some of the pricing. The LA Galaxy sent me over pricing whenever I asked. Um, and with everything else, I've sort of been able to glean what that means and how it goes. If you want an all access every single day, Eric, general admission you can pay $144. By the way, $126, I believe, is the is the answer for season ticket members. All right. So $126 for season ticket members. You get an access pass for every day. You can go there every day, get a house out in out in the valley there. You can go. It's like very much like Co like Coachella, right? You can run a place. Say, that's, that's the kicker because that's what I was thinking. I was like, that might be worth it to get it an all access pass for every single game. But you need to be out there for a week 
And so that's the thing. So, you know, the lodging and figuring that out, that's the additional cost where you're going to end up kind of paying for it. But it, it, I was, this was one of those things that I was curious about is, is this going to be like a, you buy a pass for the whole thing or you pick right. and choose. And it looks like they're going to have all of the a la carte options and the all inclusive, depending on how you want to do it as well. And just, we, we talked about this setup last year and the way it's shaping up. This is really, uh, you know, a, a soccer fan's dream, you know, just teams everywhere playing all around you and you kind of walk around and it's kind of open, open atmosphere. And so, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to see how it goes. Uh, you know, they get the first crack at, at St. Louis. So you get to kind of see how they're shaping up and you get to see those familiar MLS faces that you've seen from around the league with 12 teams. That's a pretty decent chunk, you know, and as much as the league is growing, that's a, that's a pretty decent percentage of teams that are going to be there. So if you, you know, have any interest in kind of seeing what's going on around MLS, you're a fan of the league and you want to kind of check out some of those players. It, it's, it's definitely worth checking out if you're in the area, at least for a day pass. And then if you're looking into getting lodging, getting a week, Airbnb, you know, some t- hotel, whatever you got going, then it might be worth getting the, you know, the full all access pass. And then if you're a fan of another team, that's kind of a cool thing too. Cause everyone, you see it all the time, you know, in the winter, people flock to Palm Springs and the and Palm desert and all the time, right. because you know, the weather's nice during that time of year and you get away from, you know, your, your Chicago's and your St. Louis's and your Toronto's and you're able to enjoy it. So it's kind of a destination for those fan bases as well. So, you know, kudos to the galaxy for putting this together. Cause I think it is, you know, it's still in its infancy and we're going to see how it goes with more fans. Cause last year it was kind of there was more no closed fans. doors, yeah, no the, fans, no fans. And so yeah. we're, I think this is still kind of in a trial run area, but you know, as someone who's attended, you know, if you go to soccer tournaments, you know, you grow up going to soccer tournaments, club tournaments, this is kind of how it's set up. There's, you set up your tent, you walk around, there's games happening at multiple times during the day. And it just, this is how you grew up, you know, enjoying the game. So to see this happening at the highest level and you still get to have that, you know, tournament atmosphere i think that makes it uh you know pretty enjoyable so you know i'm curious to see how it all goes how people enjoy it and the prices for general admission again when i was looking at it, i was looking at the vip prices i was like that's kind of steep is this like disneyland where it's a luxury (laughs) thing and they're they're purposely trying to keep it you know price people out so it can be an intimate atmosphere but then when you see the regular general admission price it's like it's not bad it's worth worth a trip out to the desert and maybe you know staying a couple days and maybe getting a few day few day passes and enjoying a few games. Definitely the, worth it. So. The good news is in the chat room, Fernie in the chat room already says that they got their event pass today and is inviting all of us to their house for drinks down the street. So we already have, I mean, this was like whenever Zlatan was here and we had a place in Sweden, a little, oh. little closer this time, right? So I, I think I think we have a, we have a place to, to go, but um, that's where it is. So um, the all event, so if you want everything, 144, 126 for season ticket members, or $976 for VIP for everything. Now, um, I don't know what the season ticket member price is on that. Somebody may have it, but the Galaxy didn't give me that, so I don't know what that is. But still, I would imagine that it's less than 976 right? So that's sort of where it's going. It was $50 cheaper overall. Maybe it's like $100 or $125 cheaper whenever you look at VIP for the whole thing. The day pass, $45 general admission. If you're a season ticket member, $35 for the season ticket members. Uh, the VIP is $300 a day for a day pass or $250 for season ticket members. Um, so you could do that. Now, there, you know, yes, $250 or $300 is a lot of money for a single day. But if you're going on a day that maybe has four games, you have some things, it gets you access to the VIP tent with lounge seating, VIP food, foodie meat street fair with refreshments, beer, wine, non-alcoholic options, VIP restrooms, VIP bleachers. 
Um, so there's some benefit to that if you're going yeah. there and you're going to eat and you're going to drink and you're going to do all those things. There yeah. may you could start adding adding stuff up because I can't imagine that it's going to be super cheap to drink and eat at this yeah. place. You know, you're, they're not letting it. you in with you know, they're not letting you in with the foam cooler to get it down. <laughs> so you know it's, it's going to cost you anyway. So you might as well spend that extra cast and end up in the VIP tent and the shade most likely and uh, and and be able to kind of enjoy the amenities. And that's why it's kind of interesting. I want to see how if I were going for the first time, you could spend your money how you like. I maybe wouldn't wouldn't spring for the VIP just right. to kind of see how it is. You don't want to, you know, I don't want to bash it away. You don't want to see any fire festival type activities where, <laughs> you know, what exactly is the VIP tent? So I'd be seeing say, oh, it is kind of pretty nice the way they set it up. So we're going to go ahead and maybe ne the next year you splurge for it. That might be how I would play it. But again, if you're a rich galaxy fan out there, hashtag rich galaxy fans, uh, you know, go for it. Enjoy yeah. it. You know, like you only live once. YOLO, man. Uh, we, we, they, ha they released a map today too, which is the first time I've sort of seen a map and how it's going to lay out. Now, last year I can tell you there were just two fields this year. There will be three fields. Um, the general admission parking is going to be across 51st Avenue. So whenever I entered last year, I drove up 51st and then I would go in and where they have the VIP parking and stuff like that. I believe I drove right through that and ended up parking somewhere else because they waved me through and I basically parked in front of all the team buses and stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. Good time. VIP last year. Didn't know it. Um, so they have <laughs> that. VIP. Yeah. So VIP parking is a lot closer, right? So obviously there's that, right? Then they have three fields. They have bleachers and VIP bleachers in between the two. So on either side of the center field, which gives you access to the top field, the bottom field and that center field, right? So you'll be able to sort of see that. And there's VIP tents. It's very clear how they set this up. <laughs> it's going to be very separated. GA is going to be like on one side of the field and VIP is going to be on the other side of the field. And the only time they shall meet is whenever the two like sort of bleacher areas butt up against each other, but don't touch. Right. It'll be like, no, I no touching. yeah, no it's touching. Be like first no class touching in the VIP. Not yeah. the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no shit. I'm not. No, I'm not. I was going to say <laughs> I was uh, I was going to I was going to say something. Um, but no. It, so it looks like they have it set up pretty cool um, and how it goes. And the paths of travel for VIP will be different, obviously, than general admission. Uh, there's a beer barn. I got to love a beer barn. Everybody loves a beer barn. Um, there's restrooms out there. There's places to eat, that type of thing. So it looks like, and I have been there, and I have seen where this lays out and how this sort of looks, and we'll even throw some some of the pictures. I think this is from last year that they had set up because it looks very familiar from last year. Um, but basically, it's gorgeous out there. I told you whenever I went last year, I was like, dude, this has the, the, the opportunity to be awesome. Uh, and I'm really excited to see what happens whenever you do indeed get fans there and what sort of atmosphere it is. I mean, gorgeous place. There's like a rose garden and, you know, fountains and like all this stuff. It's much, it's very like raise your pinky while you're drinking kind of place. <laughs> uh, it's a polo field, of course. Yeah. Um, so it, it should be a great time. I cannot recommend it enough, at least not having been there last year without anybody there. It was, it was a blast. I hope that it remains that sort of same way. Uh, whenever people show up and, and there's there's people there and fans and everything like that, I can only imagine in my mind that makes it even better. Um, so so, you know, I, I again, I, I would suggest that you try to find a way to go out there because this yeah. is a unique experience and it's like right down the street. Like overall, there's people if you look at all the teams they're playing, there's people who have to come a long way in order to go there and do this. Yeah. You can drive for a couple hours and, and you're there. And that, that's the other part of it is if you do get you know, the multi-day pass. Yes, lodging could be a thing, but if you're in the Southern California area and you're willing to drive, I know people who drive, 
you know, down from Fresno to, to go check out LA Galaxy games on the regular. So, you know, that's a four or five hour drive to a game. So this is if you're in the LA area, it's a shorter drive than that. And it's a, it's a fun getaway when I was out in Southern California, you know, going out and that direction is kind of a fun little getaway for a weekend for a few days. So uh, yeah, I would highly recommend going out and getting that done. Looks looks like a good time. My brain goes to this blowing out like to a bigger thing. I think like the next step is you have bands there and like the next you know stage and something getting there. I feel like they're they're focusing on the soccer first, but uh, and I think that's important. Obviously, you don't want to you know go too far too too much too soon. But I think that's where this can eventually go. Where this is like and it doesn't have to be like big headlining acts. Just you know the type of bands that they have play at uh, you know the Kinetka Park. You just have those, those bands playing and kind of make it more of a lively atmosphere. I think that's something where this can eventually go uh, and be something like that. Yeah, and soccer I, fest. Yeah, and we've sort of and they've hinted at some of that stuff with me. We, we've talked about that and sort of been like, hey, you know, this could be a possibility that this is how it eventually evolves and becomes things. And because it's put on by Golden Voice, Golden Voice is owned by AEG Presents. Yeah, AEG Presents. It's they do the Coachella. They do Stagecoach. Yeah. That's what they do. Um, out on those fields so they know how to do that but eventually imagine that you go and you watch soccer and there's four games in a day and you're like man this is awesome and I got to see all this soccer and it was cool then you get to go home for a little bit take a quick nap because you got to come back at you know seven once the sun comes down because there's a concert going on and you're and you get that that's also included with your pass like Charge me two grand for that. Sign me up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, rich galaxy fan over there. That, that works. I understand. Listen, I, I went to Disneyland over Thanksgiving break. Oh, and oh, as, yeah. a, you, as a former, uh, you know, annual pass holder, when you're not an annual pass holder, you don't have the Southern California discount. Man, good times. But they can. But I will say, we're off topic. It's off season. Yeah, that's fine. When I was a season uh, annual pass holder, it was super packed. Whatever they're doing to price people out, even Thanksgiving week, it wasn't too bad. The crowds weren't too bad. And I think that's part of part of it is the pricing and the making the reservation. So as expensive as of it is, it serves its purpose. It works, whatever well, the system is. Well, so I well, think Showpack also got also got just got fired too. So like yeah. he, you know, that's not so Iger's back in now. There's we could do we're gonna do a Disney podcast later. Yeah, that's um, the offshoot. Corner yeah. corner, <laughs> corner, <laughs> corner of, of the, the mouse. Yeah, the mouse. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's what it looks like coming up for Coachella um, and and what that that sort of process will be. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, I believe, at 10 a.m. if you're just general. So, I mean, I don't anticipate it's going to sell out, um, but I don't know that. So get your tickets. It's $45 for a day or $35 if you're a season ticket member. All those things seem to work pretty easily in terms of you know what that is. So for two people, it's 90 bucks. That's not horrible for an all day sort of thing, especially if you can do it where you can watch, you know, there's two games going on or something like that. So unfortunately for the galaxy and that Sunday, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to that Sunday again and see exactly where it is to see how many, yeah, there are two games. So you can stick around and watch St. Louis and Vancouver, um, on that Sunday, February 12th. Cause I imagine that's the one most people will be able to go to, but obviously if you can get some time off from work and go in the middle of the week, that might be, Super cool. Yeah. You're, I'm telling you, up close and personal. They're, I guarantee it's up close yeah. and personal. I, I remember <laughs> the fields. It will be up close and personal. This will be like watching a spring training baseball, but even yeah. closer. So it's, you a, may, it's a time yeah, to go. It's a, certain rows may get wet. There's sweat that, uh, that's yeah. going to bounce off the players. It's that, it's that kind of intimate atmosphere to which I will say February 12th, near Valentine's Day. You said 90 bucks for two people. Not too bad. If you want to splurge, LA Galaxy is for lovers. That's right. Go for the VIP package. Take your, your you know, your significant other, you know, and and head down down to the Coachella Valley Invitational. What better way to say I love you than you, to spend time watching the LA Galaxy and <laughs> in the VIP tent? I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. I'm not going to say you couldn't take your Valentine's to a beer barn. 
but why take her to a beer barn or him to a beer barn when you can have a VIP area where you get served on? So, yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Um, your wife, by the way, is in our chat room. I would just like to tell you, well, we she, have our plans. <laughs> she, I she's think in she's in, I think she's in, uh, very good. So anyway, uh, that's, what's coming up with the Coachella Valley invitational. Uh, don't call it Coachella cause you get in trouble. Um, that's, that's sort of where we sit. So, I mean, again, I think it's a good time. I think you should go get your tickets. Uh, and I'm, I'm planning on being out there that Sunday. Um, so we'll see if that carries through and I can actually do that. So who knows? Family time, all that stuff. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Um, one of the other things we wanted to get to uh, before we talked about Cristiano Ronaldo possibly going somewhere in the Middle East for $200 million There's a year. There's a nice curveball there for the, LA, for the LA Galaxy hopeful there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will say I wouldn't be too worried about it yet, um, yeah. but yeah, we can talk about it. But one of the things that happened, and obviously former LA Galaxy alumni, um, is you're looking at Landon Donovan getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Now, no surprise, by the way. If you if you are stunned by this news, I, I I expect you to go back and watch Landon Donovan's long tenured run in, in Major League Soccer and see all the amazing stats that he put up. I actually went through it. His stats almost don't fit on a screenshot. Like it's yeah, almost too big, too big for the thing. Three hundred and forty regular season games played, three hundred and fifteen regular season starts, almost uh, thirty thousand minutes, twenty eight thousand eight hundred ninety nine. How come he couldn't get one more minute to make it twenty nine thousand nine hundred? <laughs> Uh, 145 goals uh, regular season, 136 assists regular season, 709 shots regular season, right? I mean, the man was uh, amazing for a very long time for the LA Galaxy, and you want to continue to be amazing. He also has the MLS Cup playoffs and all the stuff that he's done there. 44 games played, 44 games started, over 4,000 minutes, 25 goals, 15 assists in the playoffs, right? And what he did for the LA Galaxy over that run, he still was one of my favorite people to cover one of my favorite people to watch play soccer, whether that was with the U.S. men's national team. And he has the most famous U.S. men's national team goal, even uh, even though Christian Pulisic tried to maybe get it, try, tried to make it a little more famous, but apparently not. Yeah. Um, but you had Landon Donovan in the Algeria goal in 2010. Uh, you had 2014, the year that Jurgen Klinsmann basically didn't take him to a World Cup and definitely could have used him. Uh, yeah, and, absolutely. <laughs> and Landon Donovan took that chip on his shoulder, came back and ended up winning an MLS Cup with the LA Galaxy that year. Uh, you had his retirement after that year, which you and I were talking about, um, you know, really sort of screwed him up. And then you had his unretirement in 2016 when everybody was injured and Bruce Arena was like, can you come back? Just just yeah. one more time. You you were talking about the plaque. Yeah, the plaque looks yeah. a little 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 goofy that, there, right? That's the funny thing. It is going to look weird. I, I don't know exactly the years, but I remember, I know in when the Galaxy did the statue. It's you know through to 2014, comma 2016, and it's just like ah, uh, it's almost it's almost sad when you look at it because it's like I think that 2014 snub really messed with his head and he kind of you know forced him to not fall out of love with the game, but just made him almost from an outsider looking in, like he didn't want to do it anymore. But he definitely could have played a couple more years, especially when you see who he's being inducted in with. DeMarcus Beasley obviously went a couple more years as well. And so I think he absolutely could have played, but I think that 2014 decision really affected him. But that's also kind of how, you know, Landon's career, Landon did his career how he wanted to do it. And there was, you know, no, he, no one was going to influence him. He was going to do what he wanted to do, played in Mexico for a little bit with Leon, you know, and so, when you look at American soccer and MLS soccer, Landon Donovan is the greatest of all time. It, it just, these are the facts. It is what it is. And so for him to make it into the Hall of Fame, you're right. It's a no-brainer. It's an obvious one. And I think you had the ballots. Like how he was not on every, a number one on every single 
ballot is, is kind of insane to me. So 40, I'm happy to see him he, get he, his celebration. Yeah, he, he was on 46 of 48 ballots. So there were two people who did not put Landon Donovan on their ballot. This is where the media gets bad names for things, yeah. right? Is now you're going to get a vote. Is that what? Ha- is he still? Yeah, because he was a former coach. Is that what happened? Jonathan Klinsman gets the vote. That's what I heard. <laughs> um, so, so two people didn't have it. The only thing I can think of, and the Hall of Fame, I think, has a really sucky voting way, right? So basically, they have a ballot. It was Landon Donovan's first year. I think it was Demarcus Beasley's first year uh, of being on the ballot, and so they were both voted in their first year of being on the ballot. But the bottom line is that they only take the top three vote getters on the ballot. So there were people who this is this is why it's not it's not really fair. If you go through as a really good player, but maybe you weren't like upper upper echelon. But if you go through a year where there weren't a lot of really good people who coming in, then you being on the ballot a couple times, you might get picked and you know, you can sort of filter through and maybe you'll get into that third person, right? The third person, by the way, was uh Lauren Cheney holiday, uh U S women's national team. Yeah. Great. Right. and I believe Joe Ellis is also, is that like a different lane? I think, yeah, I think lane? it's different, different yeah. lane, but but yeah. for the players and everything that they had on here. But you go and look at, you know, some like like uh, uh, Lori uh, Chalupni uh, was fourth with 32 votes, right? 66.7. So she didn't get on. Nick Raimondo, 60.4%. Josh McKinney, uh, 52.1%. David Beckham, 47.9%, right? The Beckham's going to have a complicated one. People aren't going to necessarily just want to vote him in, even though what he did for American soccer you, should be, he should be in the Hall of Fame. And you, you can have a National Soccer Hall of Fame and not include Beckham for what he did for the sport. And Nick Raimondo's another one. Yep. He's going to get in there, but just being in the same class as Rob, <laughs> Landon Donovan Rob and Demarcus Keen. Beasley. Yeah, Robbie Keane is one. on here. Six, it's a hard one to crack, yeah. 33.3% for what Robbie Keane did in the United States and for the LA Galaxy, what he did for soccer. In the, again, people who witnessed him play every single day, you could be like, Robbie Keane so deserves to be in the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame. Absolutely. So does David Beckham for what they did during the run, one of the most dominant runs in, in MLS history. Um, you know, you can put all those things. But like I said, it only takes the top three. So... If you have other two people who like if you get two more people who get added to the list next year that are like automatic locks, you're like, oh, they're so Nick Romano doesn't get in again. And it, it's like, no, that probably shouldn't be the way that it, that it goes out. But that's why I think the two votes who didn't they're, put Landon Donovan on there, back ordering him. <laughs> they were sort they were sort of well, no, I mean, I think they were sort of sitting there going Landon's going to get in. Who can I vote for? that will that needs the vote that could possibly be on the cusp of getting in right and so like you know landon's getting in so you don't have to vote for him right or you know demarcus beasley's probably getting in you don't have to vote for him so who else can you put on the ballot to try to get them up into third Uh, gamesmanship yeah yeah now do i do i expect that media writers are that smart no um (laughs) i don't uh and i say that knowing many of them and i am one as well i did not get a vote just so you know i don't get votes in most things just I, I want to keep that clear, but I also wanted to make sure that, you know, I can criticize people because I don't get a vote. Right. I was going to say that's, that's why you have the podcast because no one tells you what to do here. This is your, your space to dictate and say what you want. Oh man, I, I do it all the time. It's, it's one of the few spaces I have that I'm able to do that. Um, so anyway, just looking at that, but, but Landon Donovan, um, and, and I would have, I would have said, Hey, we try to get him on the show again to talk about it. But of course he's over in, uh, in Cutter doing his, his whole thing. Uh, and, yeah, the way they revealed to him, and you know, was actually pretty cool with Clint Dempsey coming in and doing it. I mean, they're tied for you know most goals scored for the U.S. Men's National Team. To me, Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan are one A, one B. I think you have to give it for Landon Donovan for the length yep. of his career. But Dempsey was right there too. So to see him, and Dempsey actually got inducted last year. 
Um, so to see have him give the honors while they're covering a World Cup, I thought it was that was kind of a special way to do it as well. Yeah, um, all that is is great, and Landon deserves it for sure. There's going to be a problem, though. There's other people who certainly deserve this. I know they're trying to limit the number of people who get into the Hall of Fame, right? It's an exclusive thing, but you're going to snub people. And I think there's even a veterans committee that eventually, like the people who can't, like I forget how many years you get on the ballot, right? But you only get a certain number of years on the ballot, and then they pull you off. And then the veterans committee can go in there and be like, no, that person deserves to be in the Hall. And they can like sort of select them and pull them out and be like, this person deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So maybe that happens with Robbie Keane or David Beckham or Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Bitch, right because that'll yeah. be another one Zlatan will, will should be up for voting in the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame I think I think he's one who's going to get snubbed I think there's people who didn't like his there's people who didn't here, like him but but like you were saying you know when you were talking about uh, I think on the last show about like Kevin Hartman saying it was a no-brainer it's Zlatan most talented player it, it is it's a no-brainer it's crazy you know that he came here and kind of blessed us uh you know with his presence but he absolutely is deserving, but he also comes across like the type of personality that, you know, someone in a suit who runs a hall of fame says, no, he's, we don't want that guy representing our, uh, <laughs> our building here in Frisco, Texas. I so, can see uh, that. you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. A uh, uh, future us soccer hall of famer though. We do have to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo a little bit. Did you hear me talking <laughs> about him on Monday? I did. I did. It's kind of interesting. You know, this is, you're right. This, this is the moment, you know, he's at, he's without a club. The age is right. The time is right. This is this is the time to make the move. Does does it feel and, like and, now or never? I'm almost and and I think it's uh, Al Al Nasser. Um, Al Nasser, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in, and and they have apparently offered like two hundred million dollars a year, right? This is like the, yeah, this uh, is like hundred and nineteen million a year to over three and a half years. They're going to pay back wages to Manchester United, pay him. So that's where that begins to add up what he was owed, and you know, <laughs> so it's one of those things. Like if you're if you're interested in the money. It's Go. a no-brainer move. This yeah. is the move you take. And and you look at, uh, you know, when you look at the Saudi Arabian national team, I think all the national team players are either Al-Halal or Al-Nasser. So this is like one of the, the two major clubs in the country. And so they're going to be the ones that have the resources to offer them. And the reason why I think this he may take this deal is because before the season started in the summer, Ronaldo knew that he was out at Manchester United. Er, you know, Eric Tinhog said he was not part of my plans. And so... There was an opportunity for him to shop around right. and go somewhere for a pay cut and maybe you know play back at home and at sporting, and he didn't take it. And so it's like, is he interested in taking a pay cut? I don't think so. So if he's not interested in taking a pay cut, then this looks like it's going to be uh, you know a likely move. He said he doesn't want to talk about it until the world his World Cup is done. Right. But I think the Galaxy, you think, well, if any team is going to be able to offer him big money, right. it's going to be the LA Galaxy. It's going to be AEG right. with the pockets they have. But do well, they want to spend 100 I mean, we're talking about Chicharito, highest paid DP, $7.5 million, $8 million. This is now $100-plus million on top of that per year. And that that's crazy money. I don't – as much as, you know, but, Pat Morton, the guy's shirt right now. But as I, I just don't know how that becomes worth it or feasible. It, uh, is it, know, is it fair to say, is it fair to say that you sit there and you look at him and you're like, okay, maybe he doesn't need to play for the money, but then whenever you, they drop that much money on it, isn't that one of those things where you're like, well, I'll be stupid not to, but, <laughs> but is that also a situation? I said now or never thinking that he wasn't going to get some ridiculous offer from somewhere, right? That, you know, basically the galaxy could look at to pay him 30 or $40 million. I said 30 million, I think on Monday, 30 to yeah. $40 million a year. And you know, it's like, oh my God. Well, we also, there's a likelihood at least that Lionel Messi is going to Miami, right? And so, although I saw an ESPN 
report that said, uh, you know, that Lionel Messi's uh, imminent signing to Miami uh, is not is not hap- is, is not there yet. And he hasn't signed anything. I'm like, yeah, well, that's because it's imminent. Yes, it, 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 so nothing you're saying is contradicting anything else. Yeah. So let's I, I know you're trying to pump the brakes on it, but you didn't really say anything with that. It's the exact same position that we're in. So if Messi goes and they're saying it's record number record amount of money. Right. And so you sit there and say, OK, um, you know, he's going to is he going to make more than Messi? And it's like, OK, well, how much do we think Messi's going to make? You know, I mean, yeah. I would expect that Messi's in that 30 to 40 million dollars. I would think maybe 50, even 50 million. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. So Cristiano Ronaldo has to be in that 50 million, right? Whatever it is, they're going to be in the same ballpark, right? Correct. And maybe maybe Ronaldo's even waiting for Messi to sign his deals. That way he can be so like, could, it's going to be one dollar more than that, right? But, but someone as you know, who's the first player ever to score with his arrogance. I think that's absolutely in the cards that he wants to see what Messi makes. And then I'll, I'll make one penny more, yep. <laughs> you know, just to come over. Uh, but, but I, I don't see him, you know, coming to MLS if that there's going to be that big of a bombshell offer. And to your point, I think what we were saying about, you know, CR seven is the form dropped off. Is he, you know, not at full, you know, in his prime, like he is for Portugal and like he was at Real Madrid. Absolutely. But does that mean he still can't contribute to MLS? We, I keep repeating myself. He absolutely can contribute to MLS. But I'm looking, I'm thinking back, and this is someone who's Portuguese and is a supporter of Cristiano Ronaldo. You look at the finishing lately, that's something that has been lacking and that's not as sharp. Zlatan, while the, his age and everything has kind of dropped off, he had the knack for getting the goals. Ronaldo, that knack for getting the goals isn't there as much. So that would be the one thing that would make me nervous. As much as I think he would come over here and boss the league, I don't know that he'd score the goals like he would be expected to. And that would make me a little bit nervous about getting him here. Yep. So yeah. But MLS that's defense, a whole conversation for another day. MLS defense is crap though. So, I mean, I, I feel, I feel like he'd be fine. Right. And, and that type of thing. Again, I said now or never, there is a scenario in my mind of which he will go to Saudi Arabia for like a year and be like, I hate it here even for $200 million and then be like, okay, where else can I go? And then it's still within that time frame. It has to happen in the next, if it's going, if he's coming to MLS, it has to happen in the next 24 months. I can't but, see it being anything past that. And the more you push that, the more that gets towards the 24, the less likely I see it happening. But, but the funny thing is you say that, but he's the type of guy who, you know, you see Tom Brady, what he's doing now, playing until 45. I could see Ronaldo playing until he's 45. And so three and a half years, he'll be what, 40, 41. And then he comes to MLS. I could totally see that being a thing yeah. also. And we'll see how much of a player he is you know, that far down the line, but I could totally see him, you know, playing, you know, until, you know, tree the way he treats his body and the way he kind of trains and That's, takes care of himself. I could see him going till 41 and then coming to MLS. It's not that insane. He's, he's uh, very slot on in that way, which yeah. is like the, the, the physical perfection, you know, the, the whole deal. Um, and listen, I, again, we did this on Monday. I can't believe you guys are still in here saying, get young players. You don't need Cristiano Ronaldo. Do you know what that would do to the LA Galaxy in terms of yeah. just the projection around the world? And listen, the Galaxy already have that stature in some ways, right? This just elevates it. And the amount of shirts they sell, the amount of season tickets that they sell immediately. You sign Cristiano Ronaldo and every game he goes to throughout the league is a sellout. The ones it's at home, high, everything. Top selling jersey before the season starts. Everything. So, yeah. so again, we yes, you can pay attention to on the field stuff. I think you should. Um, but you're not thinking as an owner. Um, you're not thinking as an overall what what he's going to be good for the team. 
Uh, and then everybody was saying, oh, well, but he doesn't fit the style again. That's a that's a really bad argument when Cristiano Ronaldo is available. Doesn't fit you, yeah. Any style. Just he fits, yeah, but you, you make it work when the talent yeah. is that undeniable. Zlatan didn't fit the style. Yes. And I realized <laughs> yeah. there were no championships. One Zlat, I, I would say that there is a better core now that Cristiano Ronaldo could come in and, and play with. I'm less concerned about, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo being like the coffee sucks and all the players <laughs> suck. Well, could he? You'll, 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 you'll ask the chef to cook octopus. I hear that that was a big, Ooh. a big issue at uh, Manchester United. Octopus is delicious, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah, famous Portuguese there's, dish as well. There's a place in uh, in Washington, D.C. It's a Jose Andres restaurant. And if you don't know who Jose Andres is, you need to go look at him because he's amazing. <laughs> um, uh, it's called Zatina's. Okay. And it's like a Mediterranean. It's not one of his most expensive restaurants. It's really good. A little more casual. Uh, it's called Zatina's. Go there and order the grilled octopus. It is outstanding. I crave it. Uh, on a on a regular basis, sometimes octopus can get rubbery. Eric, this is this that's, was not rubbery. This is nice. That's charcoal. a delicate balance. Yeah, Ooh. when it goes wrong, it goes really wrong. But if you get it right, yeah, yeah. Good I, call. I, I I would say that a hundred percent that um, if he's available, you go out and get him. And again, I don't know how much to buy into the hundred nineteen million dollars a year. I it, could it be real? Absolutely, I could see people. Th- I could see Saudi Arabia throwing <laughs> that type of money at him. That's the thing. If 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 you were a rumor coming from any other country or any other thing. You, you raise an eyebrow but from Saudi Arabia with with the stuff that they have going on with oil money and you see the people who are buying, you know, just, you know, buying, you know, Premier League clubs, you know, it, there's the money is there yeah. <laughs> from that country. Yes. And that's one of those things. So I'll, I'll wrap it up with this where you say it's now or never. I think for on the field quality, this is the now or never. Yeah. You get Ronaldo is still close enough to that peak to be effective in MLS. I could see him coming after 40, you know, at 41 years old, but we don't know what the on the field perform at that point. It may be solely off the field benefits is what you're going to be looking for if you're signing them at that point. So for the on the field performance, I think this is the now or never move. And I saw it in, uh, in the chat as well. You know, just the fact that the galaxy is in the conversation, you know, you, there's articles being written, uh, in Portugal as well about, you know, when you had the Piers Morgan interview, is there a move to MLS? You know, the name that pops up, it's Messi's going to Miami and then Los Angeles. Those are the those are the, the the cities that pop up. And the LA Galaxy is the name recognition when they mention Los Angeles. So, it, it just the fact that you're in the conversation with a, a star of this caliber is, is it's hey, it's nice to be invited to the party. You you could be I mean you could be at the party. You could again wrestle real relevance back from everything that's going on around the league and especially in just in the city of LA. Yeah. You could wrestle that back with this move. So that's why. Saying that, and again, I was at 30 million and maybe I underestimated that 40, 50, 60 million dollars a year. Okay, it's time, MLS. I mean, somebody's going to do it. It's time. If Messi's coming, Ronaldo needs to come. It's time. And, and I'll say this is, and it kind of goes, we, we had our, our depression show, you know, after the guys won the MLS Cup down the way, and to which I'll say the World Cup is kind of a nice distraction because no one's remembering that. It's, you know, there's going to be other things to talk about. But you, you sign Cristiano Ronaldo. And then who cares about an MLS Cup? People are going to care about the Galaxy and CR7. And that's where the attention is going to be. So talk about the shiny new toy. Right. We would have the shiny new toy that people would want to flock to. So that that's kind of the interesting thing, flipping it on its head. It was a, it would absolutely steal relevance with the headline like that. The, the commercial underground says, Golcella debut, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> there he is right there. Now that's worth you know 144 bucks for the weekly pass. That's, I'd, I'd pay VIP uh, well, for I'd, that, I'd right? I'd spring VIP. Yeah, yeah. I, go, I go 300 bucks to, yeah. to, to sniff Ronaldo's... Uh, <laughs> cologne there yeah i was wondering where you're going with that i was a little worried <laughs> i paused i was, I, I I was like yeah. but like this is this is a pg show pg 13 sometimes but pg uh so yeah that's where we said um 
again, there's no real credible rumor that puts Cristiano Ronaldo with the LA Galaxy. I'm just saying that also, if... Also true. <laughs> yeah, right? We, don't, we have no clue no. if they're pursuing him, if he's actually... It's just one of those things that's a fun thing to talk about. I yeah, there's to, no actual connection. I have to imagine with how much I'm sure they have tracked him over the years. Again, I, and I said this on Monday, the guy who you want on here is the guy the Galaxy have is is Jovan Karofsky. I, I yeah. will 100% Zlatan talked about how he was the reason that he came to the LA Galaxy. This is Jovan's... Uh, and, you know, Super Bowl. This is this is his MLS Cup. This is the chance and, for him. And Chris Klein, who was, you know, part of the, you know, Beckham culture and kind of has those connections as well. So talking about Beckham going to Miami, that's kind of also, you know, an alternative pathway is, you know, having those connections, knowing those same people running in those same circles. You know, I know that's going to drive people absolutely crazy who are listening to right. this and are in the chat. But Chris Klein and Jovan Karofsky are the guys you want if this is a move that you want happening. It is. Uh, we still haven't heard about contract news with Chris Klein, with Jovan Kroska. I believe Jovan's is up here. I don't know that for sure, though. Um, I just sort of always tied them together. That always made sense to me. Maybe it's not. Um, but Chris Klein uh, could be the president next year. I'm, in fact, I'm expecting he is. Uh, there's one thing the Galaxy have to do, though. They cannot just like go into next year without an announcement, um, which they've done. Which They will. I think I, they absolutely will. <laughs> they, they can't. And, and, and I'll be dead straight. That's too much. That's too much for too many people. That is that is a line yeah. too far. Either, you know, be an adult about it, say what you're going to do and go ahead and do it. Right. Because we're all expecting it. Right. I'm expecting Chris Klein to get a year, two years. Yeah. Right. That type of thing. Extension right now. Um, earned or unearned. I'm just telling you that's what I expect. Um, but you have to announce it and you come out with a clear press release. This is what we're doing. Uh, and outside of that, then you can keep being that opaque sort of monster that you have been over the years about it. That's, and that's why nothing would shock me. Yeah. Right, right. And you're going to take everybody off, right? But so those sort of things come in there. All right, let's shift gears real quick and then we're going to get out of here because yeah. we, this is the beauty of the off season. We're, we're signing CR7. Right, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the December shows are all about. There we go. We got we to gotta shout out to the LA Galaxy because uh, they went out and put out a post um, and talked about everybody. They were doing the Spotify trend. Uh, yeah. I don't believe for one second this is anybody's Spotify. They, they, drew, they <laughs> did these up uh, with you know the same graphics and everything like that. You can do that. Uh, it's not impossible. Uh, but they put us in, in their top four podcasts. So we certainly appreciate it, along with the, the Riot Squad cast, uh, along with Straight from the Stands, and of course, the, the Nag Boys uh, News Across the Galaxy. Um, I'm very honored to be with all of them. Really fun. I know there's other podcasts out there as well that didn't make the post. That's cool, too. Um, you know, there's so many podcasts now that cover the LA Galaxy. I can tell you, I remember being the only one for years for years, I was the only one. And it was sort of, that was, that's a nice space for me to be, right? Let's be honest. It's a nice space. But yeah. at the same time, there's, there's enough space for plenty of podcasts. So if you think you have a voice, you want to lend it to the LA Galaxy, you want to talk, there's, there's always room for you. And quite honestly, don't get in your head too much. Just go out and do it because that's the only way it happens, right? Get good audio quality. Yeah, get good audio quality. Go out there and do it. I didn't think I had a shot at doing it. I just went out and did it. And that's why we're still here. We're entering season number 15, approaching show 1000. That's how that all works. All right. So thank you to the LA Galaxy for putting us on that. Um, we really yeah. appreciate it. And also it's because all the fans listen and do all that yeah. stuff that it's, it, that I feel, I feel like we deserve to be on that list. Right. It's like, I was gonna okay, say, you look, you look at the chat every week, you look at the conversation, you look at Twitter. So, you know, as fun as Twitter is right now with <laughs> all the people kind of going crazy on there, but you know, it's just like like I was saying, it's an honor to be in the conversation. Just have you know the club that you cover 
come out and acknowledge you. It's kind of nice. And so the, there was a little bit of a boom with a lot of podcasts joining. And so that's the other kind of the luxury as a Galaxy fan. You have a lot of options and there's a lot of you know places where you can take your ears. And some people, I know there's some people who listen to the whole slate. You know, they feel like there can be a Galaxy network, you know, seven days a week and you mm. can fill a show every day. And there are people who listen to every single bit of content, content and, and kudos to those people. But, you know, I think you know, as far as having bases covered, I think, you know, they're able to cover their bases. And I think it was pretty cool to see it. And I, there's tons of great Galaxy content. So seek it out. Those obviously aren't the only four, but it was very cool to be acknowledged and recognized in that space with those those other group of guys who are fun, fun group and those other podcasts as well. So, yeah, you know, those those are guys who are good hangs and fun people to listen to as well. So it's a fun group to be attached to. Yes. Uh, so, so there's that. So, have we been humble enough? So now that we can start bragging. Yeah, about, let's brag. Okay, let's okay, show let's brag the stats. All right. Uh, so much like there is the Spotify that you went and and did. And by the way, we've got tagged in a bunch of posts where you're like, you're our number one podcast. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Um, that's super awesome to see, and it makes me smile. And quite honestly. In an off season where I'm sort of like, I need to step back just a little bit and get some breather from soccer and the LA Galaxy and all this stuff. It's nice to see that it gives you a little bit of enthusiasm to do it. But uh, just like you have your Spotify thing, they actually do it for podcasters where you can go on and look and see. Now, I want to be very clear. The majority of our listens come from Apple, from, from Apple Podcasts, right? So Spotify is like a third of it, maybe even less than that, um, maybe 25% of it. It's a very small percentage, but Spotify gives you the stats and you can sort of look at them. So that's still cool to see that whenever you do it. So we'll go through some slides, just a little bit of stuff here. Uh, it tells us that so far uh, this year, we've created 6,166 minutes of new t new content, and that's more than 97% of other creators in the sports category, which <laughs> is... talk a lot, Josh. I do. <laughs> I was telling somebody, uh, um, they're like, oh, well, I go, yeah, I have a fake I'm a podcast. And they're like, oh, like, like, what do you do once a month? I'm like twice a week. They're like, you do what? And I'm like, yeah, twice a week for how long for like 20 minutes for an hour, at least an hour each one. Um, so we did that. So 6,166 minutes of new content this year isn't over. And as a matter of fact, we started kicking it into two podcasts a week again. If you haven't paid attention, uh, that sort of has already resurrected itself. Uh, we were heard in 24 countries, according to Spotify. And it's much more than that on SoundCloud, by the way. It's like 110 different countries or something like that. And territory and all those different things. This, yeah. this to me is one of the more impressive ones because when you think about, you know, you, you said it 97% more than other creators in the sports category, but I think with soccer being a global game and the Galaxy being a globally recognized brand, I think it's pretty cool to have 24 different countries that you're, you know, touching down in. You know, yeah. it's kind of interesting that the Netherlands, you know, cracked the top three, you know, without Zlatan. I'm like, well, I'm wondering where our Dutch connection is. Yeah. Especially, you know, with the USA game. It's, it's, coming it's, up. But it's kind of, it kind of interesting, you know, the countries that pop up here. It's Dennis DeClosa. Clearly he's yeah, got, every, go. he's got everybody in the office <laughs> listening to us uh, whenever, whenever we come around. So, um, but that's pretty cool. United States, United Kingdom, Netherlands, Canada, and Turkey, uh, 24 countries, according to uh, Spotify. One of the things uh, we were a top 10% most shared globally, right? So 49% on Instagram, 29% direct link, 16%, you know, Facebook, all that stuff. So we get shared a lot, which is awesome. And to be in the top 10%, I'm like, okay, that's cool too. So we have a little bit of that. Let's, let's, uh, you're in the top 5% most followed podcast. That's awesome because I have to imagine that there's, like, I can't be right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, I mean, so like you have like the point one percent, which is like the guys who have like, you know, 20,000 or a million followers or stuff like that. I have to imagine that like there are so many people who have zero people who follow them that being in the yeah. top five percent. I'm the, I'm not overly. It's cool. It's a cool stat. I'm going to take it. 
I enjoy it, but it's not something that I'm going to sit there and be like, I'm going to hang my hat on that one. Um, like the top 10 of podcasts probably make up 90% of listeners. Yeah. You know, listen to the same, the same five, five, five to 10 podcasts. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, 20% listen. I love this set. 20% listen to most of your episodes. I mean, you know, <laughs> let's not quantify it, but it was most, yeah. you know, Yeah, but, I don't listen to the ones I'm not on. Come on. Uh, let's see. Uh, listeners scored our podcast a 4.9. I respect that. I, I, res- I think a 4.9 is better than a 5.0 because well, somebody, one person who ranked it probably put it at four stars and that's, <laughs> the, and I respect them for that review. Well, isn't that what they say about Yelp? If you want to go to a good Chinese restaurant, you need to get three stars three because stars. they're all five stars. That's a bad sign. It's almost like, you know, too, 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 uh, you know, <laughs> Americanized, but right. if you get three stars, it's like the service is a little bit bad, but in order to be an operating restaurant with bad service, your food must be really, really good. So, so three, three stars is kind of where you want. So this, you know, kind of follows that 4.9, you know, what, what you didn't tell people is that's out of 10. So, you know, we're right down the middle there. So again, joking, 4.9 yeah. out of five, 4.9 out of five. <laughs> we're right there. We're that Still good impressive. Chinese yeah. restaurant. The, the people like who, yeah. The people who like us love us. Uh, let's see. Uh, we saw, well, apparently we had a lot of gains this year. We were up 37% in followers, up 36% in hours, up 36% in listeners, up 31% in streams. So that's all good. This is the fun one though. And this is about you guys and not about us. Yeah, um, I like this one. We're in, we're in a top 10 podcast for 884 fans. We're a top five podcast for 752 fans. And for you magical, beautiful people, a 328 of you, we are your number one podcast. So we certainly appreciate that. That's awesome. And hopefully you're not only listening on the podcast, but you're also listening on YouTube where, where we can generate a little bit of revenue off of your, your watches and your donations and all that fun stuff. So, um, I guess bragging is fun and certainly tongue in cheek. We're, we're, we're honored that we're in this and it's fun to see and it's fun to see a little bit of hard work pay off and, and some of these things and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, we're, we're rock and roll. We're about, 12 shows away, I think, from from a thousand. I just still listen. This is what's going to happen. A thousand is going to hit sometime in the off season. <laughs> You're going to say, wait a minute. I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it. And we're just going to get right through it. And then eventually I'm going to have a thousand show, which really isn't going to be the thousand show. But we're going to figure out something to do maybe in the preseason or that type of thing. Um, I wouldn't be totally shocked or surprised um, because let's see. I'm gonna, let me do the math here. So 225, right? And then the galaxy and their their thing so there's still 10 days i wouldn't be surprised if there is like one more day uh one more game somewhere either before they head out to coachella or after they come back from coachella whether or not they play one at dignity health sports park i'm oh, just i'd imagine they'd have one or two yeah it, the, it the feels very like, least closed door scrimmages yeah it feels like there's going to be something right so Keep your keep your eye sort of on that and how that goes. So if they end up doing something at the stadium, maybe it won't rain and thunderstorm and come in sideways <laughs> and all that fun stuff. And maybe yeah. we could do a live show from the stadium or something like that. I was say, if we're 12 shows away, that yeah, that February kind of feels just about right. And so before we keep moving on again, shout out to you. I'm just a small part of this. Uh, I'm part time. You're full time here every show. So big shout out to you. And like you said, it's fun to brag a little bit and kind of have fun with it. But you're right. The fact that Again, 328 people. That can't be right. We're the number one people. That's way too many. They, <laughs> they many, have no that's taste. Way too many people. They have no uh, taste. But, but, you know, big shout out to the listeners who listen to us week in, week out, even on these off-season shows. And, you know, give us the feedback and shout us out on Twitter, on Instagram, especially the people who are on YouTube every week watching live. That's commitment. A lot of the familiar faces, you know, who are in there, 
you know, chatting it up and keeping the banter going and all the super chats that come in. So it's a, it's a, it's a kudos and a, a, a testament to what you do. I know we do our sappy, you know, Christmas end of the year. You know, we're a little early for that, but yeah, you know, we'll get like you said, we don't just flip the microphones on and you know and babble for a bit. There's there's prep that goes into this and you know thinking and planning. Yeah, and, you know, like, like it takes, today it takes work. And like, so it's like nice to, to see. Like, yeah, like, like today, today, whenever I texted you and said, hey, can you do the show? And you're like, yeah, what is there to talk about? I said, absolutely yeah. Why? nothing. <laughs> Why nothing. would we do a show today? Yeah. Nothing. Are we going to talk about the World Cup? Yeah. yeah but but it, took, it took some planning and some work. So to see it pay off and see people appreciate it and engage and interact, it, it does make it makes it all worth it. It makes you feel warm on the inside. So kudos to you. And thanks for allowing me to be just a small part of it uh, and, and contributing to this. Because you got you got a nice nice little podcast here and happy to be, you know, shouted out and, and appreciated by others. I, I would like to say that there are some people here who maybe you don't, you're one of them for sure. Just the amount of sheer time that you dedicate to the podcast. Uh, Kevin Baxter is on every Monday and people take that for granted because they don't like Kevin all that much sometimes. Right. And it's like, he's here. I, I want you to know on time, ready to go, ready to talk about the LA galaxy every single Monday. He was literally like, we can do it from, from Qatar. If you want, we could do it. I'm like, no, we're not going to, you can no. you go do your thing and go, go and rock and roll in the world cup. And whenever he comes back, we'll, we'll get him back on here. So, um, you know, uh, obviously just everybody who comes on Christian miles, Sophie Nicolau, I mean, just, they dedicate so much time to be able to do this. Nobody gets paid. Like this is not a, this is not a financially positive endeavor for anybody. We make some money off of super chats and do stuff like that. That all month goes disappears really fast. Trust yeah. me. Um, so yeah, we're excited about the upcoming season, 15 seasons, um, which is kind of cool. I'm going to try to work really hard on getting a scarf for the 15th season of the podcast. I think that'll be fun. Uh, we'll do some t-shirts. We'll do some other stuff and yeah, we're going to, we're going to have a good time. So Eric, thank you. Thank you to everybody else who, who listens and all the other co-hosts who are on here as well. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, by the way, $5 super chat from Yaz says the Mexican te- Mexican team is in rebuilding mode. Big chance for Julian Araujo. Yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. you know, the next cycle is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Quite honestly, if Julian Rajo stayed with the U S men's national team, he may have gone to a world cup this year. I mean, uh, well, let's talk about it. Shaq Moore coming in and getting the minutes, you know, getting more minutes than Gio Reyna. It's kind of wild. Julian Rajo in that spot. I don't know that he'd be worse than what Shaq Moore was doing out there. Clinton Dempsey calling him out <laughs> right and rightfully. So, right. So yeah, Julian Rajo, I, I think he absolutely could have, could have had a spot, but it, he obviously wasn't in the mix and, with, with Greg Berhalter. And, he, you know, Tata was the one who called him up, and he has those caps now. So absolutely, you know, I'd love to see Julian get play. some shine in the lead-up to, to a, you know, a home World Cup. So fun times. Should, should be a lot of fun. And, and I expect that to be a motivational factor for Julian as well. Um, and we'll see how long he stays with the LA Galaxy, all that fun sort of stuff. All right. Uh, I think that does it. We're going to take off. We're going to let everybody enjoy the weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, the games will have been played at the World Cup. We, tears will be shed. Angry fists, happy fists, happy dances, all sorts of fun stuff will be going on uh, coming up. So, uh, Eric, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Let's roll. All right. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Hammer EV. You could also find me on Instagram at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. Go USA, Forza Portugal. <laughs> All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Please head on over to cornerthegalaxy.com where you can find all of our podcasts right there. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find a podcast, we are probably there. If you don't find it somewhere, tell me. I'll go put it there. It's not a big deal. Um, that's what we have. Thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying us. We'll be back on Monday uh, to talk more about your LA Galaxy. For Eric the Portuguese Hammer Beer, I'm Josh Pato Gessman. You've been listening. You've been watching to our little corner of the galaxy. Have a great one, everybody.
You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.